Let's see. We're live again. Let's see what it looks like. While we How's it going, everybody? Give people a minute to jump back in. If they even saw we were live in the first place, which I'm sure nobody <laughs> saw. Now it says we have two things live. What says we have two things live? YouTube. Oh, yeah. You gotta <laughs> give it a second. It'll, uh, the first one's got to end, and then this one's got to go live. Oh, there you go. That's the right title. All there right, we go. Man. Let's see what it looks like. So we're good? Now we got the right title going. We're good, yes, sir. We're good. We got it fixed. The only other thing is I got to pull up some images, right? I'll pull them up as we talk. But uh, welcome to episode 61, Theater Room Podcast. We have this is like a huge episode. I wish this landed on like a milestone because there is a ton, a ton of stuff that I feel like in the last 24 we got hours, overloaded. Just like just just yeah. came out of nowhere. Like 24 hours, we had Black Adam, <laughs> and then the world just decided, you know what? Let's uh, just give a lot of shit at them. So just as a quick rundown. Before we jump into one specific topic, we have to catch up on Andor because we haven't talked about that and we missed, I think, two episodes there. We have oh. Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon finale was this past Sunday. We have, we all saw Black Adam and we all got thoughts. So that'll be the majority of what we talk about, but we'll get to that at the end. There's, um, what am I missing? Ant Man 3 trailer. Finally, an official trailer came out that we all see is very different from the stuff that we heard at D23. And then, just to just to kind of kick it off, fucking James Gunn, and I can't remember <laughs> the other guy's name because really, who cares about him? Taking over the DC universe on, on, in live action, not even live yeah, action just, in animation, live action, TV, and movies. Just a round of applause for yeah. James Gunn. Well deserved. Yeah. What do you think, Fred? You're, you're clapping uh, over here. What do you think? I think it's, it's a brilliant move by. Uh, Warner Brothers DC, they they clearly needed somebody who cares about their characters, who cares about making films involving these characters. Yeah. And, and like you see what he does with Suicide Squad and Peacekeeper. Like this is how Marvel started, took he, taking 100%. characters that were not popular and made them popular. And this is what Gunn is doing for DC in the future, which is fantastic. It's a brilliant move. I really think so. That's a good point because, uh, you know, The Rock talks a lot about how, you know, there's all this this giant like Bible of DC characters, and we keep focusing on the same three DC characters, mm -hmm. and uh, yep. so that's a great sentiment. But someone who's proven that he can actually make it, make a character that nobody knows, one of the more liked characters is James Gunn. So it's a fantastic choice. Yeah, I think it's one of the smartest things that that, well, now Discovery has done um in this whole takeover you know i've said it before like i want james gunn to be in charge of all of the weird stuff right like i want him to be in mm -hmm. charge of of the doom patrol i want him to be in charge of the suicide squad i want 100%. him to be in charge can you imagine of, him like, doing Booster doom patrol Gold. how good that would be yeah that would be amazing it would be amazing better than whatever the hell they're putting on hbo max that show's trash yeah. um <laughs> i do like I mean? titans like, though no, Titans is awful too. It's the worst version of Titans I've ever seen in, in any <laughs> media. It's just god awful. Jesus, tell us um, how you really feel. I know because I, I, I wanted it to be good so bad because I'm a huge Titans fan. But it's just it's super frustrating when they when they do shit like that. It's like it's like C, it's a CW show with cursing. It's it's <laughs> absurd. Um, but James Gunn is the guy that I think can get them to a point where they can open up their catalog a hundred percent and in like, the right I, way, you know, like, like open up their catalog, yeah. but do it in a way where 
everything kind of flows and makes sense, like with a like with a long term yeah. form plan. Like he really is a phenomenal choice and someone I never really even thought to be the guy who kind of oversees it all. And he's still directing. Yes. Like that doesn't mean he's not making like, yeah. movies and stuff. He's still going to be doing that too for DC. It announced a couple of weeks ago that James Gunn was going to be directing like three spin-off Batman villain shows. Right. On HBO Max. Who was that Matt Reeves that was That's, doing it's that? It's Matt Reeves, but now so that brings up a good point. There's actually they've confirmed that James that while James Gunn is essentially taking over, there's a few properties yeah. that still don't fall under We'll call it the James Gunn verse. I mean, for until they come up with a name yeah. for it. But uh, basically, yeah. the Matt Reeves Batman movies, however many they make, any of the spinoffs, none of that has to do with what James Gunn is doing. So that's just Interesting. a separate thing. That. They're saying Aquaman. I'm fine with that though. Nothing, nothing to do with James Gunn. So the Aquaman sequel is still going to come out, and who knows if they're going to do a trilogy or what? But none of that's going to affect James Gunn for now. Anyway, they might always they could always change that. Uh, Flash movie. James Gunn doesn't touch his stuff. So yeah, that stuff's already done. Right? No, so, right. so but, I understand it's already but done, they, but it's still they, a little weird. They announced they announced a script for Flash Two already. Exactly. That this is so, my point. So there's still clearly so hopefully plans Gunn just works. says no. <laughs> right. And I'm wondering what that means for Black Adam. I mean, we'll get into the actual movie later, but The Rock clearly has plans for a giant universe built off of Black Adam. If that yeah. has nothing to do with the James Gunn stuff, then you know. Again, well, yeah. well, in, in the end, it comes down to transparency, right? We need to know wants. what they're doing. But, you know, yeah. we'll find out at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, I, I've said for a long time that Batman should just have his own universe. Because you can do that It's with big Batman. enough. Yeah, it's big enough. It's he big can enough definitely, where you uh, can have your own Batverse yeah. and have everything else in DC just be a separate thing. Like, it's not outside of the realm of possibility to do it that way. No, you're right. You, know, he, he, you um, could clearly do... do uh, a universe of Batman, and maybe we'll finally get a Nightwing. Easily, easily, yeah, of course. I mean, you could branch that off in villain stories. Nightwing, like if Matt Reeves is doing the three villains, I heard he's doing for HBO Max, or obviously the Penguin. We heard about that, mm-hmm. and then I heard Mister Freeze, Clayface, and Black Mask. Maybe was the other one. I can't remember. Black um, Mask would be good. Black. I mean, Clayface would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because we've never gotten Clayface. You know, um, I would love to see a Mr. Freeze that wasn't Arnold. See what, because that's like the I mean, only live action Mr. Freeze we had. If they did, if they did <laughs> the Mr. Freeze story from the animated series, if they did Heart of Ice, um, live action, that's like one of the most like gut wrenching like episodes of any cartoon ever. I agree, hundred percent. Right? So to if do they a, did it though, right? That's the. Uh... That's the key. If they did it, is the is the thing. So we'll, we we got to wait and see. But I think they're on the right track with this James Gunn thing. I really do. I think, um, and, and he has a secret movie that he's uh, working on for DC specifically. Yeah, who it's got to be who, Booster Gold. It's got to be Booster so? Gold. You don't think it's a, a sequel to Suicide Squad? That would be something. That would be something. I, I feel that like James that Gunn... wouldn't be a secret if it was Suicide Squad. I well, don't think it would be true. that a secret. I think. Uh, it's just it's just a it's just a good move from beginning to end and uh doing a Doom Patrol movie. There's really nothing uh I mean there's nothing else to say, right? It's just, it's really excitement, right? That's I think in the end that's what we're hoping for. It's just excitement for DCEU yeah. and this is really a big move they can make. Just keeping on the DCEU thing, another major not announcement, I guess. It was spoiled in Black Adam, but 
Uh, Henry Cavill, I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, he posted on Instagram, not not just confirming his role, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Black Adam, uh, if you have seen Black, if you have not seen Black Adam, go watch it, I don't know what you're doing, and then come back and uh, watch yeah. this video, but uh, at the end, the end credit scene, we see them, our boy back in blue, red or blue and red, and uh, he basically confirmed that he's not back just for that little cameo, he's back yeah. for an extended period of time yeah. we don't know how long it's going to be hey, he's but not back for that extremely shoehorned cameo that was completely wait 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 brilliant. don't tell us how you feel yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah we'll get <laughs> save, to save, save Sorry. the juice We're bringing up a don't, lot. he's already angry he's like, so I'm, I'm, angry I'm like already ready to just- I'm like ready to just go off. Save, I'm sorry. Listen, for we, anyone we who's in DC all at the end because he's ready to fire off. We should have. For anyone who's in in the chat right now or who kind of jumps into the stream and starts in the beginning, just know that you have three people on camera right now. All three of us have a different opinion of Black Adam. There's one of us, and I won't tell you who. There's one of us who hates it. You probably could guess who that is. One of us who <laughs> loves it, and one of us who's kind of like, eh, kind of right in the middle, and you know, there's things to like, things not to like. Again, that's a that's a teaser for later on, right? That's like you know, like still to come is uh, the Black Adam review. Um, <laughs> but so my personal thoughts, uh, real quick before before we kind of move on on Henry Cavill is, I liked him as Superman. I am not a Superman fan in general. Loved I think him. he's overpowered and kind of a boring character. But Henry Cavill's version was the most interesting version that I have seen, in my opinion. And uh, I'm glad to have him back. I like him as an actor. You know, he kind of deserves it. And really, if you're going to have Superman fight Black Adam, I think we said this. Uh, uh, I said this to somebody at one point. Like, are you going to have some thin guy standing next to The Rock? Or are you going to have somebody who looks like they really could go toe-to-toe with The Rock? And Henry Cavill yeah. has both. So he's got the charm yeah. and the and physique. To add to that, um, it, it's it's interesting that he announces that he's going to be Superman for the foreseeable future. Yep. With... with a, a day or two later, James Gunn taking over DC. So one that tells me that Henry Cavill was already in uh, talks with James Gunn and mm-hmm. is on board to James Gunn's vision. Yep. Uh, that means the rocks already involved. So it, th- whatever we oh, got from black involved, Adam, trust me. no, I will get to you. I'm just saying like, as far as like the behind the scenes, all three of them are already having discussions for the future of yeah. DC, which is good, it's which huge. is, you know, great. That's so, so different than what we've been experiencing, right? I mean, Zack yeah. Snyder was the last guy to have future plans for the DCEU. So yeah. it's huge. It, it kind of sucks to hear that um, Aquaman is not part of that vision, but, yeah, but I like wonder I said, if it, it'll get rebooted that, in If the movie does well, though, that, then they can always add filmed. it. Right. Because yeah. yeah, they already announced um, Wonder Woman is being the same wonder woman like she's going to continue as wonder woman for right. another movie yeah, or right. two so i think uh like like we were saying like anything that's already filmed i think they're just gonna like release into the ether james gunn will figure out the rest of the mess afterwards so it doesn't mean that aquaman won't be under his guise at some point but i think for right now yeah um because out of the, out of all those movies the only one that was a box office success like foreseeably is the Batman. Well, so I can under, understand and letting Matt Reeves just take that, release the other shit, let James Gunn figure out the rest of the, the rest of the nonsense. Keep it. So I still they think have you can card. have like they have Flashpoint. Like again, yeah. If, yeah. if they're smart, whenever Flashpoint was but supposed also, to come this out, might push why it to they the brought end. Ezra Miller back. Right, right. This could be it. Maybe they brought him back to to finish the movie in a way where 
because they've they've talked they've already basically announced they're recasting the Flash. It's still um not Grant Gustin. It's still Barry Allen, Norris. but it's just not the same actor. And yeah. which means that that character is moving forward. So the smart thing to do is move the Flash to the end of all the crap that's still got to come out, mm-hmm. and then just reboot the entire thing. And at that point, you just so, say, yeah. "Look, James Gunn is in charge now. Him and his partner, they take it from here." Everything they everything that comes out under the DC umbrella falls into their realm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start tweeting James Gunn uh, hashtag Grant Gustin. Just flash. yeah, right. We might as well <laughs> just just start blasting him. Um, but yeah, no. So the Superman thing was interesting, but um, uh, what's the name? It, that scene in particular, and we'll get into it later. But that scene was filmed in September, and the movie was already completed. Yeah. So the the Rock was working on si- getting Henry to sign to DC, sign back to DC, and then once he agreed to it, was like, "Get on a plane, we got to film like yeah. a quick little thing." You know? Yeah, yeah. So weeks weeks before the movie released, they basically filmed that scene. I mean, that's like and they they might have yeah. filmed that wherever Henry Cavill was. Also. Yeah, well, they, maybe. So they yeah. said that they um he doesn't interact with him at all. Yeah, gr- they green screened him in yeah. or something. Well, they yeah, they said yeah. that that the Rock filmed his portion of it. Like, you know, way back when. And it was pretty much like the goal here is to have Henry Cavill, not some, you know, neck down stunt double in a suit. Like, we want to see his yeah. face walk through the clouds. And, yeah. he, and they were fighting for it. And so he was like, look, we're filming our half. And then we'll just throw him in, you know, as soon as we can get him. Yeah. And yeah, they fought right It was until supposed to be a, a head off Superman yeah. again, like in Shazam. Which is exactly, crazy. Yeah. That's what was exactly what was supposed to happen, which would have yeah. been stupid because it was stupid in Shazam, too. Like, the idea of Superman showing up was cool. But the fact that they had to like, you know, avoid the head, I was like, that's just it almost stood yeah. out too much. You know what I mean? Just that, to yeah. say one more thing to agree yep. with you, Chris. Uh, I hate, uh, well, I hated Superman growing up. I I hated him all the way up until Man of Steel. Henry Cavill's take on Superman turned me into a fan of his version of Superman. Other than that, like, hundred percent, Man of Steel he's, might be he's, the best modern DC movie that they made. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah, well, again, I, I thoroughly if you're about enjoyed DCEU, that movie. Yes, I would say that like, yeah. you know if you're if you're DCEU, talking about just DC yeah, in general, then you know Batman, Joker. DCEU. Yeah, DCU. I, I, I if Gunn wants to bring, uh, don't shoot me. If Gunn wants to bring back Zack Snyder, you can have him just mantle the the Man of Steel, the Superman character, and just have him that be his part of. The overall DC universe and not take care of everything like he was trying to do before. Yeah, yeah. Well, that wouldn't be a bad idea either. I mean, see, so, and that's that's an interesting point too because like I like Zack Snyder's style. I think mm-hmm. uh, he he's good he's good at action. He's good at just uh, um kind of emotional stakes. You know what I mean? Uh, he gets a little overindulging in some of his like you know camera sweeps and yeah. slow motion and whatever. But he's got a distinct style which you don't see too often these days. So like. He's got yeah. a good style for it. You know what I mean? I would definitely like to see him continue on in and some capacity. It, it was clear that Warner Brothers just made him rush everything out. Because yeah. Yeah, the, I don't really blame him for it. I mean, there was no direction. You got to remember, too, like, there was there was problems. His daughter died in the middle of Justice League. Of course. Right. Of course. Joss Whedon had to finish Justice League. So we And we saw the Snyder Cut. So there were two very fucking different movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't really – I don't really blame Justice League on Zack Snyder. I, I you know, no. that was more – Whedon than anything but you know batman versus superman i think that had a lot of studio influence in it too right yep you know yep. it just reeked of studio influence that's what know? i'm saying they like rushed the stuff that didn't yeah. need to be rushed totally agree yeah 
But sticking with James Gunn, right? Because, uh, you know, he's just right now the man of the hour, and uh, he's all of our heroes. Um, But he also, we also got a little trailer release. I think it was a little premature, but it's coming out, but it came out anyway. The the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. I can't wait for this. This is coming out November 25th. So, Zuplex, go ahead. What's uh, the, how did you feel watching this? I am so excited for this now after seeing that trailer. Like, this looks like it's just going to be a fun holiday comedy. Probably, it's probably going to be similar to Werewolf by Night, where it's going to be an hour um, <laughs> where they're just jaunting around Earth trying to find a Christmas present for Peter Quill. And they come across Brilliant. the idea of kidnapping Kevin Bacon. Just the moment. just absolutely <laughs> so genius. The moment Drax is like, well, what if we, what if it's somebody special for a Christmas gift or whatever? And then it's, it turns out to be Kevin Bacon. It's, it's just, just it's brilliant it's brilliant it's absolutely like that's how you do a callback right that's <laughs> yeah. how you do yeah. a, a punchline yeah. to a long joke you know what i mean it's like <laughs> yep. I, I really would wish i was a fly on the wall i want to know who's the one who thought that that's that's the the punchline that's what we should do for the holiday special it had to be james gunn right gotta be james gunn. and like you know in his head in his in his weird little mind back in guardians of the galaxy one he was like oh you're gonna bring up kevin uh bacon and at some point in the future, I don't know when we're gonna, gonna you're gonna, you're gonna see Jay, you're gonna see Kevin Bacon in these movies, and this is it. He made it happen. Oh, good. What about oh, you? Like, what did you? What did you feel about it? It, it? it was. I didn't know what to expect from this trailer because, being it's only an hour long, like what are they gonna actually do? Is it gonna be like a weird campy? like christmas thing um how do they fit the christmas into the into uh the guardians because they don't even know what christmas is so this the way they showed that trailer of them learning christmas and trying to get peter to get out of his funk from uh, missing gamora it's really just fantastic. Um, it's it, so good it was so good and, and like zuplex said the call to the call back to kevin bacon was incredible <laughs> I, there was a split second a split second where I thought this was going to somehow link to She-Hulk because they're on the West Coast and all of a sudden it's the Kevin bot and not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I was like, no. Hey, they can still have that joke. do it. I hope they don't, but they can still have that joke. Don't, uh, I don't, don't give them I, any, uh, any uh, ideas here. When Drax, oh. when Drax said, um, or we can get somebody, I thought that they were going to go the route of Santa Claus I thought so oh, too, right? I, with the holiday special. Because canonically, in Marvel Comics, Santa Claus is a mutant. Well, forget oh, that, okay. right? Forget there the comic book stuff for a second. Um. <laughs> I, I can see an entire hour holiday special. Like, I would watch this. And if, if anyone is listening, if anyone somehow comes across this, make it happen. An entire, entire hour of Drax and Mantis going to hunt down Santa Claus, but just have them coming across various you know, Santas. And just yeah. like kind of like yeah. getting frustrated that they haven't found the real Santa. one yet. You know what I mean? Like an entire hour of that where they're just confused and like, wait a minute, but who's the real Santa? Like it would just be so Salvation good. Army Santas. That's what I'm saying. Like That'd it would be, be so good. It would be so good. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Um, What's my cool? favorite part of the trailer was when Drax crashes through the glass. Yes. <laughs> to get to Kevin Bacon. So good. And the smile on Drax's face made me freaking die so funny. i was like he was so excited to get kevin bacon and kevin bacon is so scared that this giant monster dude yeah, just from broke space through his door 
But like, it's funny because like, he's like, I'm here to kidnap you for Christmas. That (laughs) moment is so Drax. You know what I mean? He has no idea that he just like destroyed a window for no reason. He's oblivious to the fact that Kevin Bacon is actually scared. And then to him, it's a good, it's a good thing. We're here to kidnap you for Christmas. So like, just be on board. You know, it's so good. I will say, it's brilliant, man. The genius, the genius of I guess James Gunn, but also of this holiday special to me is that. It's still continuing the story of the Guardians from the mainline MCU. Very much so. You know, like, yeah. I think everyone thought when they announced this holiday special that it was going to be some, you know, it is a standalone story, but it was going to kind of just be some funny thing off to the side, similar to, like, the Groot cartoons that are on Disney+. Plus. But here, Peter Quill is sad. Gamora's not around. And they're trying to cheer him up. I mean, it just, and it probably leads into the next movie, to be honest. What's up, Fred? Did you see Groot? Speaking of Groot, yeah, he oh, was yeah. way bigger, bro. Way he's bigger. Been, he's been doing some roids. You know what I mean? Some, yeah, some, he uh, didn't tree roids. Leg day, j- arm day. Like he, he was just jacked up, Groot. I wonder if they've been uh, watering his plant with Gatorade or something like that, or Powerade. Yeah, <laughs> it's got electrolytes. And if this is what Marvel's gonna do every year for us, give us a hol- a Halloween special, a holiday special, and maybe throw in something else at some point where it's just like one hour, one off stories, like one shot stories about. Yeah these that's characters it's going to be amazing going forward that's like, absolutely last amazing. year we had hawkeye hawkeye was our christmas special it was a whole season right of christmas yeah. and you know what's yeah, funny but I'm too saying, go ahead sorry i'm just saying like if they just do these one-offs even it'll be mm-hmm. just as good as getting as getting stuff like that yeah what, yeah as, as long as like what chris said it helps uh push the story along and it's just not like a random thing um i think yeah that would be awesome uh, just real quick, uh, one shot is in the chat. He said he has the volume off just because he doesn't want to hear anything because he plans on seeing Black Adam, so he doesn't want to get spoiled. Oh. It's a good thing the volume's oh, okay. off because we already spoiled some shit. But uh, um, <laughs> no, but True. you know it's funny. So in my opinion, Werewolf by Night basically proved that these specials don't really need to connect, and yet the fact that this one does, it just makes it that much cooler to me that uh, we're gonna yeah. get a little snippet of story that I'm sure we'll have a joke or two when Guardians of the Galaxy three eventually comes out. And it's just awesome. It's just really just – I was yeah. so excited for it. Yeah. I mean, and you don't know. Werewolf by Night, it was all new characters, so they make it – Yeah, it's a delayed line. connection. It's a delayed yeah. connection. True. Yeah, you know, yeah it could be – Connect down the line, you know, but I, I think it's very smart for them to start doing th- th- stuff like this. Um, you know, it's been a longstanding thing even even in comics that there's, that there's like, Christmas one-off stories and stuff like that that they usually that do. So That is true. Why not, so. keep, the, why not keep the trend going? So now we're gonna stick with what Disney. Up, Butters? We're gonna stick with Disney. Oh, what's up, Butters? What do you mean, my bad? You you're, you can take your time. You don't have to jump in right away. No big deal. Um, plus, like we were a little bit of a train wreck uh, at the beginning, so it's probably better that you didn't jump in right away. <laughs> um, sticking with Disney, right? We're gonna stick with the uh, the House of Mouse. Uh, we missed Andor last week. We completely forgot to talk about Andor. So let's, <laughs> it was the uh, best episode. <laughs> let's uh, dive into that Dude. because yeah, it was un. So, I'm the host. I'm the last. Go ahead, Scythe. You go, you go first. This was the best. We're talking episode six at this point. Uh, well, that's, that's, yeah, episode six. Talk episode seven, Bobo. you know, yeah. was was kind of a, okay. a, a slowdown after the crazy yeah. episode six. Episode so. six specifically was one of my favorite Star Wars things ever. That I, episode was fantastic. I, I could not uh, agree more. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it, like, 
I felt the anticipation and like uh, the the stakes throughout that whole episode. Like like oh my god, they got they got to complete this mission because in in the background you have the Tie Fighters being prepared to launch. Like it was just so like good. so much going on, and then uh, they they figure out that they're actually robbing the vault, and they come storming in. And they got to fight their way out of it the visuals of everything going over the skies. I mean, I one like, of the most is... beautiful things that Star it Wars has put beautiful. on screen. Oh my God. It was beautiful. Let me, uh, let me, let me point something out to you. Go though. Ahead. As exciting, as excited as you are for that episode. Remember, yeah, this is a prequel. <laughs> we know, know what happens to Andor. Like that's how good yeah. the show is. I, I was the same way. I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps now just remembering it. I was so into it. And yet I knew he wasn't going to die. We all know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that just shows you tension. how good it is, dude. The the tension's there. The 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 political intrigue is there. The yeah. You know, um, it just really is shaping up to be a real, real crazy spy thriller. And don't forget, this is the first half. And, yeah. Yeah. This is only the first half. Or whatever know, they end wild. with, we're gonna have it's another wild. twelve. This is, like this is only gonna be half the season. This it's season. crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's episode six really felt like a finale. It felt like a finale yes. where they completed mm-hmm. their mission. And if they're going to continue this every three episodes as a mini trilogy, um, season uh, episode seven definitely started a new one with all the yeah. politics side of it. That yeah. seems to be the um, the motif of the yeah of the, of the season is like every three episodes is own like contained story. Right. Um, yeah. and I'll tell you right now, like I was blown away by episode six. Um, the visuals of it, the, the show looks amazing. It's acted yep. so well. So like well. there's, <laughs> this is such a stupid, small thing, but <laughs> the only thing that bothers me and it keeps bothering. You have me, to have something, man. I like listen, it's, and it, I agree. This is nitpicking at its at its nitpicking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that the rebels all have AK forty sevens? Well, you know, like, it's funny to say that because it stood out yeah. to me. It definitely stood out to me. <laughs> it, it, I, it it stands out. I'm like, why? But it stood out like, to me like three or four Wars. episodes ago that the one that when he got to the camp, uh, one of the guys yeah. comes out, and I'm going. That's just a regular gun. Like, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is Star Wars. Where's like the fancy like laser gun? You know, but exactly. And but they shoot laser bullets. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're after AK-47s. That is just to let you know that they are terrorists. We know like, that. You know what that right, means. Right. So that all that means is that the producers or the showrunners, or whatever, they're focusing on all these details, right? The locations yeah. and the CG and all this stuff. And then like right before they're ready to film, they're like, all right, where's like the weapons? And the weapon master comes out and just brings out guns. And someone's yeah. like. This is it, and they're like, we don't have time. So this is it. It's just make Spray lasers come black. out of it, like, yeah, and that's it. You know, lasers. I know it's it, it's the only thing. I, like every time I see it, I just kind of giggle to myself a little bit, yeah. like looking with their AK forty seven. It do, it does. I will say it does kind of like take you out of it a little bit. Uh, not not in like I, I a mean, major way, but it's it's not know. a big. It's not a big. Trust me. When I say nitpicking, it's just something that I noticed that I felt like I had to bring up. Butters yeah. says uh, it didn't include trees walking to a volcano. That's what you meant. That would be his nitpick, though. That would be his nitpick. Yeah. No, I, I just, I really just love it. I, you know, it's funny to me because Rogue One, in my opinion, if if it's not the best Star Wars movie that we got to see in theaters, 
it's definitely up there with like mm-hmm. in, the, in the top two or three. Like it's just one hundred percent. It's just one of the best, most intense, yeah. most well paced Star Wars movies. And once they announced that we were going to get two 12 episode kind of seasons of Andor, I remember thinking to myself, like, that might be too much. Like, we know what's going to happen. How can you keep us involved for 24 episodes? And I mean, so far, they've not just proven me wrong. They have blown me away. I mean, Mandalorian getting was the clearly... birth of the rebellion. It's amazing. And they're doing it so well. Mon Mothma, they like really are. every character we're, we're visiting characters that I never thought I wanted to visit. We're seeing parts of the Empire that I never thought we'd see on screen. We're seeing parts yeah. of the Rebellion I never thought I'd see on screen. I love that our heroes, and I put it in quotes because, you know, they, they got to do some shady shit if you're going to win a war. I mean, that's just how it is. All the best shows show that. Game of Thrones, Spartacus, like, the, the good guys are good, but they got to cross that line a little bit. And we're getting that for Star Wars, which is something I've wanted for such a long time. And it's just... I, I can't say enough about it. I really just love the show. And Mandalorian, watch out, because you were my favorite until Andor showed up. Yeah. This, is, like, this, is, this is on the heels of that, man. I'm it's telling so you. It's so good. It's it nipping. really is it's so up good. There. I, can't, I, can't, I can't give it the crown because I love Mandalorian that much, but it's up I do, there. I do it's too. definitely up there. And Mandalorian gives us, like, I think the character of Mando is just one of the best characters that we've gotten yeah, uh, in course. a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, for through three seasons, he's just a phenomenal character. So like, it's hard to top that for sure. Yeah. Um, the dark saber and like the potential of what we're gonna see really yeah. is a big part too of why I love Mando so much. But uh, you know, if this wasn't a prequel, this would be a really good big contender for the top spot as far as like yeah. the Star Wars shows. Yeah, because we know that there's an end and that right, right. We know we know what happens. So it's like yeah, we know what happens. You know, so we know it's gonna be over soon. But uh, God, I just love it so much. And and. It's it's so good that when we get episode seven and things are a lot slower and focusing on the politics and all that stuff, knowing that it's going to pick up and the intensity is going to ramp up just makes that episode, that slow episode, phenomenal from beginning to end anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. The slow episode was good because we start oh, yeah. seeing we start seeing the internal breakdown of the empire of like, oh my god, we actually got hit. Somebody's actually coming after right. us. And you just see them like panicking in the background, right? And like all the senators. Not only like, that, like, you see how like nuts. how like evil they can really turn. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is, not only is this like the birth of the rebellion, it's also like the birth of like the evil empire. Because yeah. like beforehand, they're just like, no, we're just corporatists and we have corporate security and this. Yeah. Now they're like, we're gonna just ruin everybody's entire families. Right. We're putting people in jail for just looking at us the wrong way. And that's yeah. things you know. that we saw, like or not we saw. That's things that we were told before, but now we're actually seeing. We're never seen. And that's a yeah, big, exactly. that's a big, a big problem with a lot of properties these days that they they kind of tell us, tell us, tell us, but they don't just let us see the stuff, you know. And they're too afraid. Yeah. Right? yeah. You can't you can't show bad people on screen sometimes. Like no, like we need to see it. We need to see it because it just makes I mean, us feel we, the power about of the heroes before. way. We've talked about it before that that's one of the good things that the new movies did was they really did yeah. show us like the evil side of the empire, like them murdering people in town, setting mm-hmm. fires yeah. to people, like all that. And I, I think this Obi Wan following... was another one. Yeah, another one. Obi Wan finally one. saw yeah. Darth Vader just murdering people left yeah. and right. Well, again, in yeah. Rogue One is the first just time we saw that happening. Kids next. Yeah, <laughs> we saw. So if you watch the cartoons, right, you you see Vader be Vader in um rebels 
I think it was season two is when he first shows up. But you see him like just tearing shit up in Rebels. You see in Rogue One him just mowing people down. And then we see yeah. it again in Jedi Fallen Order. Same kind of thing. Just a powerful Vader that just is unstoppable. And then mm-hmm. we saw it in Obi-Wan. And it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where it just proves that you, you, you do have to show that, you know, for lack of a better word, the darkness in order for us to really be excited when the heroes triumph. You know what I mean? And we liked it before when they didn't show that stuff. So imagine how much better it's going to be that they're going down this road and really kind of giving us both sides of that coin. It, it, it yeah. makes me pumped. And speaking of, just sticking I, with Star Wars for a second, um, Scythe, you shared on the Facebook group that, um, I can't think of the, the director's name now, but a future some future Star Wars movies that are in the works are going to oh, take yeah. place canonically after episodes 7, 8, and 9, and specifically most likely will include some characters from the sequel trilogy. From the trilogy, yeah. So, you know, I, I, talk about that. What do you? How do you feel about that? As long as it's not Rose... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I hate not, that character. That's not what I was. I hate that character. Um, that's funny. John Boyega is not coming back. He he would be awesome to kind of continue. His I would love thing, to see that, but, but uh, he ain't doing it. He's like he's he's over it. Yeah. Um. I it would be cool to see how I don't see. I, it's hard because it's hard to get so much Star Wars without including Jedi's at this point and. Uh, Considering that they reestablished Jedi's in the latest trilogy, it's like, are the new movies going to be um, some of the kids that we saw that had force abilities towards right. the end of the trilogy? Like, what kind of direction are we going to go? Well, there and... is supposed to be. I think they announced there is supposed to be a Star Wars movie. I forget who was supposed to be directing it, um, but it essentially, is going to be a bunch of young force users, not Jedi or like that, but force users trying yeah. to avoid the empire and literally trying to live under the radar. And it's about is like, that, or is that that get. show skeleton crew that we heard about? Well, that's the, oh, yeah, that's oh. right. It was a Disney plus show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Show. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're clearly um, going to, maybe that'll have to do with the, think, some of the kids that they were talking about. I think that's where they're going to be heading is like reestablishing the Jedi order um, in the next trilogy. And I think they're going to use the Disney plus shows like skeleton crew and probably novel Mandalorian would be out of the timeline for that. But, yeah. um, Maybe oh, yeah. use some Disney Plus shows to kind of push that to the movies, and then and then create this whole new trilogy that doesn't have to do with the Skywalkers, right. which would be yeah. great. That's what I want. You, I, know? you know, I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. All I'm the Skywalkers forever, but... are dead. All the right. Skywalkers are dead. I, like if they oh, were Ray. to announce a Luke movie, oh, forget Ray. Yeah. Skywalker. That was the dumbest thing I ever heard. Yeah, that was dumb. If they were to announce like a Luke <laughs> show. You know what I mean? Something showing him like building the Jedi Temple during his time, whatever. I'd be all for it, but I really want them to in every other property just avoid the Skywalkers and the Palpatines. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the Luke show because they'd have to do that like weird, like make him younger CGI for an entire show would be a little off putting for a while. Can't be any worse than She Hulk. They could animate it and you know go like a CG animation kind of thing. Yeah, I mean they're doing the animation shows too, so we'll we'll wait and see what happens with all that. But uh. Andor, if you haven't watched Andor yet, man, Johnny Butters says uh, they need the gritty side of Star Wars right now, so it makes sense. Totally agree. If you have not watched mm-hmm. Andor, do yourself a favor. Go watch Andor. It. There was it's so the good. blonde, the blonde character who's like a lieutenant or something in the in their uh, their round table. Yep. Um, I thought maybe she kind of had some rebellion like ties to her because they always seem to focus her, but. 
it just seems like she's just that much involved with the empire and trying to be uh on the good graces right. of the emperor maybe that's like, what it seems like she's got a, some grand scheme villain. yeah that's yeah. What it, but it, yeah. you know what though my only problem is i will say the one negative is that she reminds me of is it was a doctor dr housey from doctor, the halo yeah, show yeah and i, I, see, I think i said so, that <laughs> so like uh, uh that's a little frustrating you know what i mean i wish it didn't remind yeah. me of a shitty show like halo however it's a small nitpick because the show is really just great overall yeah it's good go watch andor i'm, I'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you go watch andor if you haven't seen it because it's phenomenal Absolutely. so let's see what what am i missing here we talked about andor we talked about gardens of the galaxy um dragon james gun let's go house of the dragon before we get into black uh you know or tech adam um so house of the dragon man finale is here we have our fir- first full season of house of the dragon uh zuplex go ahead you could start us off what did you feel about this about the finale and as in the, the season as a whole so looking at it um as a single episode you know i, I would have liked a stronger finale I would like for something else to have happened. Uh, the ending is pretty, pretty dope. Um, <clears throat> it definitely um, leads to like, now there's going to be all out war. I loved Rhaenyra's in this episode. Absolutely. Rhaenyra. If you're going to talk about Rhaenyra. how, if you're going to talk about anything Game of Thrones, get the fucking names right, dude. Who, Who can get their names right? Who I do. get their names right. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Say, they say Why? it a hundred times in an episode. Rhaenyra. Also, there's Rhaenys. Yeah. This is why you gotta get the I'm names sorry. right though, because there's so I'm many sorry. names that are so close. There's Amon and Aegon and, <laughs> exactly. and Emmon and exactly. whatever. And Edmund it's all Tully. the same. Yeah, but they're all related. It's, they're all the same anyway. <laughs> they are all related. All the names are so close though that you really have to get them right because you could be yeah. saying one thing and that could be a real name and someone could be like, I'm confused. But it's also why you confuse them all the time because well, some of them true. are so close together. Yeah. But anyway, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I thought she was phenomenal in this. It was episode. her best as an actress, her best episode. Absolutely, yeah. that last was. shot of her, right. you know, no words. It was just a physical kind of acting, and then she turned it and looked yeah. at the camera. She was, was going through the miscarriage. Huge, huge. Like, it was mm-hmm. insane. Um, the fact that they showed it like that on film was insane. That was tough. That miscarriage was um, tough. I mean, like, I don't very know. tough. Someone with a baby. I was just like, I can't. I can't watch yeah. this. Stop lingering Dude, I, on this. I, I, I had to kid, turn man. away from it. Also. That was hard to turn watch. It also, that was uh, very hard to watch. Um, but looking at it as the last two episodes were really one episode. Agreed. Yep. You know, um, I like it as a finale for this show because it it leads us directly into what's going to happen in season two. Like, like this, this whole is season the start was a prelude. It's literally the, the, the whole season was, was. I wish they had told us that beforehand that like listen this first season is going to be a prelude to basically the war and this that and the other thing yeah because i think this show is going to take off after this well yeah, next really season do. is going to determine that honestly if they bring yeah, the thunder yeah. next season will definitely if they, if they really that. nail i'm expecting CG, yeah. every episode to just be bloodbaths <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i mean i, I would we love had that. we had a long setup for this war so that's, and that's what it is bloodbath so, so before I get into my thoughts, uh, Scythe, what do you what do you think about now? Now, Scythe, you're the resident. I won't watch Game of Thrones, but you do like House of the Dragon. I, I'm curious to know yeah. what you felt. Um, it has gripped him. House of the Dragon. This show has. Yeah. yeah, this show has. I give it credit. Um, as a finale, this was pretty awful to be considered a finale. Uh, I feel like we just got the same story. Just it was. Uh, 
Rhaenyra's side of the story. Because yes, exactly the last episode was all the Queen's side of the story and what's happening. So then we had to relive all that again through Rhaenyra's eyes, which was like, all right, already. Like it was another uh, setup to a finale that we never got, right. in my opinion. Um, with that being said, like uh, Zuplex said, this was Rhaenyra's actress best episode yeah, she was fantastic sure. she was acting with her uh facial expressions like the death stare when she finds out her kid died was perfect it was just like i'm about to yeah. fuck shit up and i what made me upset was we did not see anything it just ended yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I wanted to see something like kickstart not just the the prince with the eye patch i forget his name amen drives me crazy i don't like the actor he has the same zoolander face every time you yeah. see him uh <laughs> it was just like oh of course he's in this freaking castle and he's gonna start shit but Man, um you better not talk shit he is in the in the book he becomes a fucking monster i don't care like, i don't care i, I don't want to ruin it like so i'm, I'm familiar it's, it's a little hazy but i'm from pretty familiar with what the story is that this is based off of so i'm trying to i don't want to say well, things that are going to give away anything if to this guys, guy is supposed to like, be so good they, they horribly casted him well so right. one thing that i do like about the show not to cut you off but like they're taking so the story that it was based off of was basically the grand maesters and the citadel kind of retelling history and just kind of writing it down just for record purposes so it's them essentially from memory trying to talk about and write down what happened during this yeah. period, what led to the war, what happened during the war, whatever. And one of the things I like the show is doing is in their writings, Amond didn't accidentally kill his cousin. He flat out murdered him. He just was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. We're going to, my dragon's going to eat yours and I'm just going to laugh about it. And I do like mm -hmm. how in the show, when it happens, you see both of them are not really controlling the dragons. He's kind of begging his dragon to just relax a second. And then it just kills him, his cousin. And he's looking at it like, like oh shit! Like almost like he Fuck, didn't realize how powerful he, he's like, he was. I, I, I just started a war. He, right, he knew. you know, right <laughs> off so the bat, he's little like, details like that really uh, uh are really I love. Yeah. You know that they're kind of just changing little moments where it's like it could have been misinterpreted because you know Rhaenyra doesn't think that it was an accident. She right away is like, no, you did it on purpose. You've been talking shit and you killed my son. Yeah. Now I'm gonna fuck yeah. your shit up, you know. This is your retaliation for the eye, right? Like, I, mean, so... I know, I know, you guys have been dogging on the uh, the visuals of the show a bit, but oh, this episode that shot blew me away. That shot of that dragon in the dark, mm -hmm. going through mm -hmm. the ringing and everything like that, where he starts to roar. That that was just absurd. Well, that was good, but yeah, my favorite shot was when his uh, dragon was looked so small compared right? to the other one. My, God. my favorite shot was when uh, I can't think of, I can't think of the character's name, but when the young uh, when the um, you know the Targaryen, the uh, Rhaenyra son, is flying yeah. away in the, in the clouds <laughs> and stuff, and then they kind of cut back and you see um, Vagar, I think is the dragon's name, but you see Aemon's dragon just flying under him, but like almost like a sea creature that's just ready to fucking come out of the water and snatch yeah. you. Like that yeah. was baller. That was so good. Yeah. It was it's cool. The best, it's the best um, part of the episode. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the dragon, for sure. the dragon part is the best part of the episode. Well, th there's a lot of little visual things that I, I really liked. Like I love, so the table in Game of Thrones, Fred, um, that table that, that they're using, that Rhaenyra is using as like her little map. I love that table. That table is sick. So that's in Game of Thrones. It's a big part of Game of yeah. Thrones. It's used from that's beginning to end. Um, by different characters, 
But the one thing they never did, which is like so awesome, is light the candles under it and light up the table. And I love that. Oh, that really? Yeah, they never did that yeah. before. So I like that added detail. But I really like, for me, the visual Cold representation of Cold. like this war is about to happen and Westeros is going to be on fire. And the table is essentially representing that, which is just freaking awesome. Yeah. Just such a cool little detail. Um, yeah. yeah, that was I, cool. The one thing I did think to myself, though, is like, you have the flames constantly burning under that table. Like, isn't there like soot or something? Someone's got to get under there and clean that shit. Like that's, yeah. a, that's a lot of work, know. you know, maybe just turn the fucking light off. <laughs> um, my other issues were uh, as, as powerful and heartbreaking. The miscarriage thing was it went too long. Um, I agree. It, 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 it dragged out too long. There was so much like things we had to get to in this episode and we couldn't get there because I feel like they just took so much time on this. Yeah. Um, and two things about the prince that died. Uh, one, I just didn't really care about him. Like it wasn't right. like, an, I know it's impactful because it's Rhaenyra's son, right. but it wasn't impactful as a viewer because we had zero connection to this character other than watching him train and get bullied by his cousins here and there. I agree. Like, I, I, I don't disagree it's with impactful that. because I, I understand what you're saying, but it's impactful because you know, you know, the significance behind his death, not so much that he died, but you know, that it's, that's going to, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I get yeah. the impact uh, on a yeah, big scale, yeah, yeah. But as a viewer, there was no attachment to the character. So it's like, right. uh, it was like, uh, it, was, it was like henchman number one dying. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> I, I didn't care as a viewer. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I th- I feel like the whole point of that scene besides... Pushing, I look at it more like Uncle Ben dying. Yeah. No, but I feel like besides... Like he has to die and you know he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was going to die. The whole point of that scene, though, I feel was besides just pushing Rhaenyra into war when the whole episode she's kind of trying to avoid literally going to battle was just showing us how out of control dragons really are and how much damage they can cause with just a little moment. You know what I mean? She had mentioned early in the episode, like, I don't want to be the queen of just ashes. Like I want to actually be queen of like a, a, an actual country or continent. And, uh, you know, in, in here you see that, you know, the little dragon just got annoyed and was, and his riders begging him to just fly away. But instead he had to just yeah. kind of spit on the big dragon. And you know, you don't spit in someone's face because that big dragon was like, hell nah, that's not mm-hmm. flying. And then he fucking ate him. I mean, like, you know, yeah, you know, I feel like that was the whole point that was really meant to show that like these, these are kids flying essentially nuclear weapons to war. Like they don't know what they're doing. And the dragons that are definitely person. like, I got what I'm doing. What I want, you know, I do love the idea, yeah. though. I got really excited when uh, uh, Damon woke the second biggest dragon in Westeros and was basically looking at him like, this "Oh, is, is that what he shit. did?" Yeah. So, yeah. so Aemon is riding the biggest and oldest dragon in Westeros. Damon, yeah. when he was singing that little lullaby, was basically almost trying to kind of um, connect with this the second biggest dragon. He's trying he, to tame him. He was probably like, you know, we're going at it with the biggest dude out there. I need somebody who can go toe to toe with him. And you yeah. know that whole scene was he just talked cool. about it. He talked about it when he uh, he was talking with Renera about how many dragons that they actually yeah. have. Yeah. You know, he's like, we have this, we have that, we have this one, we have that one, we have this one, and plus we have 
I don't remember the dragon's name. Yeah, but... the dragon names I'm not familiar with yet. I, I gotta. He said yeah, we have a couple. Again. We have a couple wild dragons uh, living yeah. here that we can still yeah. go. And there's try a bunch of dragons that um, don't have riders, so that'll come into yeah. play yeah. later on. So you know, we got a few people who gotta kind of claim their um, dragon. I, can we just talk about Damon from start to finish of this series? He was the best character. Stole um, the absolutely, entire absolutely. show. If you're not a Matt, Dude, Matt Smith fan, this show will win you over. Will make you a Matt Smith fan. Yeah, so, it was so, so good. good. He was so good. And in this finale specifically, let's 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 be real here. He became king in this finale, oh, right? Yep. Like 100. He's king, Damon, and he's becoming General Damon, and he's ready to go to war. He's I love he's it. mounting the troops. He's gathering the intel. He's it's, trying to formulate a plan. It was awesome. And you just see Rhaenyra sitting there like, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, come on, Rhaenyra. Like, let's go. You got to love, Let's though, get to it. Th there's like a lot of like parallels, right? So back in episode one, uh, young Rhaenyra, the other actress, before her mother dies, she says to her, you know, men have their battlefield out there. Women have the battlefield in here. And she's basically talking about her giving birth. And Rhaenyra's yeah. like, yeah, I don't want any of that for me. And yet in this episode, she's stuck trying to have give birth to a kid that unfortunately yeah. doesn't make it while the men are out there just fucking planning war. He's threatening yep. King's guard, yep. the whole nine great kind of callback. You know what I mean? And I, I love though, that the moment he gets the news, there's no processing it. There's no like, you know, let's take it's a second and think right away. Immediately. He's like, I need this person here. I need that person here. Yep. Go contact them. Yeah. We're fucking doing this. Let's go. Right it was so good. Board. So yeah, that's, the, that's the other significance of her son getting killed is that now she's going to be on the same side as yeah, Damon. They're on the same they're page. Not yeah. be oh, for sure. Arguing about this anymore. So do you? Like, so like, like now, I said, I I get I get it. It was just that character but specifically. Do you I didn't think? Really care. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that, it's smart that they did it this way too because you see her not wanting to burn the world to the ground to yeah. her in an instant. Right. Like, she should have took Otto's head right. off, though, bro. She should have took wish. Hightower's head off, man. As soon as he was like, he kept calling a princess on purpose. Yep. He kept saying, uh, the queen is waiting your answer, and uh, you need to bow to the king, and this and that. Damon should have just took the head off right there, ended it. I agree like, with Damon. When he was hey, like, his head will suffice. We, we could just cut his head off and send it back. Yeah, that would be the message. Like, send the body back and be like, this is your answer. Yeah. Like, he, he was an antagonist a whole series. He was like just prodding and yeah. pushing like his narrative on everyone, and, and specifically the queen. Uh, it was just my god with this guy already. How is he still the hand? Like we, uh, he was fired, and then he came back, yeah. and now it's like, come on with can this. Can we? Uh, can we quickly talk though about the the power move of Rhaenyra basically flying her dragon behind oh, Otto and his little guards, yep. landing the dragon, and then walking through yep. them to talk to with them the like, crown on, bro. So, with the crown such a on, badass moment. Like I was just very reminiscent like, to the earlier power move when she went to go get her egg back from Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you know, you I know, like how they cut to him, and he has his little smirk on, like, "Yeah, I remember when he did this." You know, yep. Matt Smith kills it. Matt Smith really just kind of won. You know, he, he, the he show was good, dynamite. but he, he just unbelievable the whole time. Do you oh, think yeah. uh, it, it, he purposely wanted to be the one to give Rhaenyra the news of her son? Because it was kind of like the whole time he wants to go to war, she didn't, and now it's kind of like this is I fucking told you this is what was gonna happen. Yep. You know, this was gonna happen. I will say my one nitpick, um, like a real nitpick, was. When she decided to send each of her kids out by themselves, I know they have dragons, but when she sent them out alone, 
in my mind, I was like, like, what are you, what kind of decision is that? Like, you know, you know that there's going to be problems, but it's kind of, it's a Game of Thrones trope. You know what I mean? The family needs to separate yeah. and then everyone's got to go through their shit. So, well, it's also, yeah. it's also the idea of like her kids are no longer kids now. The war is on. Yeah. They yeah, have you, to you be can't keep innocent, right? If, if this is what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, gonna happen. So, like, and they were meant to be just be a battle. messenger. They're not fighting. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but even still, like they have to man the fuck up now because it's, now it's time to do some adult shit because yeah. you're not a kid anymore. Now you're a dragon rider. Get ready to fucking ride your dragon. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to, they have to be brought in because now they're the heir. Right. Right. Yeah. They're the heir to the throne. They're they're the next in line after her. So they have to start being bred as you're going to be king one day. Right. Yeah, and, and oh. they killed off the kid that wasn't gonna be king. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was convenient. Right. Yeah, convenient. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't how did they find lines. out that he died though? That's what I want to know. Who knows where he's flying? He could have been over Raven. the sea, and, yeah. and his body falls. Well, like, I'm sure. I'm sure at some point, like the dude, uh, the what was that? A Stark or the Baratheon? Yeah, Boros Baratheon. Um, Boros Baratheon. Uh, I'm sure he was like, well, they're fighting their dragons in the sky. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sees the dragon come down and goes, somebody send yeah. a raven. You also don't know how much time yeah. passed. Like, Aemond, you know, with the dragon, could have landed back in King's Landing and then told his mom, and then they basically had to inform different people. Or, you know, once one person knows in Game of Thrones yeah. world, there's spies everywhere, things get out. You know what I mean? So that's kind of one of those things where you have to just kind of, like, accept it. <laughs> you know, people are going to find yeah, out. Shout out to the Valerians uh, locking up. Um, what was it? Stepping stones, and uh, stones, yep. they're ready to yeah, they're ready to put the chokehold on on the water side. I love it. I really got so amped too when he started saying, "Well, you like... know, we could do this and we could do that. And if we block all this, then whatever." In my head, I was like, mm-hmm. "I was like, God, I just finally I just want them to fucking go at it." That that is the one finally. thing I will say. I said this last week when we talked about Ring of Power. You know, for me, House of the Dragon started off unbelievable, and then these last say five episodes, four or five episodes. Um, not that they're bad, but they didn't continue to get better and better and better. They kind of yeah. just kind of leveled off. Ring of Power for me kind of really just ramped up as the season ended. Um, and I yeah. agree with both you guys. These two episodes, nine and ten, were one long episode. And I get that the whole point is we're getting to war now and whatever. But you know, as far as like finale goes and and all that stuff, I found myself I found myself a little bored. You know what I mean? I gave moments. it uh, as a ranking uh, a six point eight for a finale. Like it was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't right. great. It was. It was just. Right. It was like more of the same of what we already got in the previous episode. Yeah, I, I agree. I can agree with that for sure. But now let's get overall though. Map. I'm gonna go seven point three on the on the series for this show. I just I just liked the Game of Thrones aesthetic. So I think for if I'm yeah. rating if I'm ranking if I'm rating the whole show, I would probably give the whole show like an eight eight out of ten. It's almost I'm at you. It's, it's up eight, there. It's high. You eight know? out of ten. The finale, I'm actually giving like a, a, a seven point eight because the acting was too good from Renera. The dragon scene was too good. good. Like it, there was so there was there was far more good that outweighed bad in this. That I don't know. It's just it was a it was a solid episode. It just wasn't a finale worthy episode. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. you know? I hear you. But Agreed. we got now we have to we have a long time to wait. The next season doesn't come out until at least 2024. So they're going to start oh, filming. We'll I think they already started again. production yeah. on it. Well, no, they're actually starting next year. 
That's what uh, they basically announced, right. or I think it was yesterday, that production, like maybe a pre-production started, but the actual filming is starting next year. And because wow. of the fact that it's going to be dragon heavy, so there's going to be a ton of CG, they're going to give it a little bit of breathing room so they can try and get the CG right. Um, so it's not, we're most likely gotcha. not going to see it until early 2024 at the earliest, but most likely, I would think it's going to be more like kind of summer 2024. Um, I don't think they're going to make it yeah. in the year. So I, I will say um, this show, like I, I, I've said before, has kept me intrigued uh, to see where it plays out or how it plays out. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like I'm all in on House of Dragon. Like I got to continue with season two. Um, th- this show was good enough to hook me to continue now on. Let me ask you this question. And now you have credit. like two years to watch Game of Thrones. I was just gonna say big, the, the biggest question Dragon. is: Is there any part <laughs> of you that wants to go and watch Game of Thrones now? A smidge. There's sure. a smidge of me that was like, "Will I like it? Well, should I just skip ahead? I, I don't know." But I think, it's, just, I think it's so start- much. It's so much. Start with season one, episode four, and just take it from there. You'll figure the you'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's talk Maybe. about the big dog, man of the hour. Oh. Right. Oh. This is uh, th- I might start this one because I'm kind of ra- I literally put myself in the middle on screen, and Not I feel like it's the, it's the right spot for me because like there's like things I like, things I don't like. But Black Adam, Black Adam's a big one. We all saw it. This was The Rock's promise, right? He was going to revitalize the DCEU, the power structure in the DCEU was going to change. All that nonsense. All right? I I will tell you right now, if I had to rate the movie, I would do I would give it like a 5 out of 10. It's like before, right, before we get before we get into all this, everybody spoilers. Spoilers. There's going to be spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, 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 spoilers. Don't get mad at us. Please, yeah, don't, I can't. Don't get mad at us. We can't talk about spoilers. this without spoiling every little thing. So, uh, yeah, please, if can. you haven't watched it yet and you're interested in our opinion, go watch the movie and then come back and watch this. Uh, I will try watch to watch the movie. This watch our non-spoiler reviews on and TikTok. Then yep, <laughs> and then watch this one. Um, and honestly, I'll probably try and take this little portion of it too and put it up maybe in a week and just kind of be like, all right, everyone should watch the movie by now. Check out what we had to say. Um, <laughs> but I would give it like a five out of ten. And and the reason is because. I felt like a lot of it was good, but a lot of it felt dated. It all felt like this movie was made in 2000, around the same time as Batfleck's uh, uh, Daredevil movie. It had like cartoony vibe to it, but there were also things I liked. I liked the way, like the viciousness of The Rock. I liked kind of like the pacing of the movie. It was a lot of action. They didn't slow down much. You know, it, it just, I don't think it really knew what it wanted to be. You know, I don't think it revitalized the DCEU, unfortunately. Um, I think it set a foundation maybe for something better. Um, but, yeah, it, I'm, like, kind of torn. I'm right up the middle. There were things that I was looking at, like, what the fuck does that mean? Or what? what how does that make sense? And then there were other things that exactly I was like, why you all right, that was kind of cool. You know, I laughed at some jokes. I rolled my eyes at other jokes. You know, so I don't know. I, to me, I'm, like, right down the middle. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just okay. When it comes out on HBO Max while I watch it again, yeah. I'll probably watch it a couple more times uh, just for fun. But uh, there's nothing that I'm dying to see again. You know what I mean? No moments that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see that again at home. So um, I don't even know who to start with. You guys both have such drastic uh, opinions. Um, who did I start Game of Thrones with or House of the Dragon with? I think that was Zuplex, right? So Scythe, go ahead. You go first. All right, Fred. All right. Uh, <laughs> Zuplex, sorry, bud, but I absolutely loved this movie. Um, of course you did. <laughs> 
Wait, what do you mean? Of course, we call him Kenny, and now you're saying. Of I know, I know, right? That doesn't make sense. And, 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 and it's DC. Why should I love anything DC? Right. We, I was we, thoroughly we generally hate DC. I was thoroughly surprised <laughs> and, and happy that I got to just have fun watching this movie. I didn't expect anything crazy, uh, nothing serious, nothing like DC universe related. I just wanted a fun action movie like a rock movie usually gives us. And that's what I got. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was action from beginning to end. There was very little downtime. And the downtime for me was uh, like the kid and the uncle, just little funny parts here and there. Like to me, it was just a fun movie. The rock the way they showcased his powers, I know Zuplex hates the way they showcase his powers, but to me, it worked. Uh, the way they moved in and out of slow motion, not to harp on the slow motion, because I know you're going to go How crazy slow on motion? it. They never moved um, in slow motion. Right, keep going. Dude, no. It wasn't, uh, the whole movie wasn't slow motion. It was parts right, where you had slow motion. They had the slow motion where, you know, he's turning rockets and stuff like that. But then they had the speed up times. So it's like you see the slow motion, you see the action he's trying to do. And then you just see his character go boom, 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 and just start taking things out left and right. And I was like, this is awesome. This is what I want to see. The, the lightning somehow looked better than it did in the flash. Um, That's the only in, thing in that Justice looked League. good, though. That's the problem. The though. lightning looked the awesome. The lightning good. did, but everything else looked cartoony. Is, is, looked is my awesome. issue. It did. It didn't look cartoony to me. I don't know where you where you so say cartoony. that or how like, you say that. Well, but. like in the opening scene, well, not the opening scene, but with the the Black Adam when you first see the Rock Black Adam, and I like the I like the kind of composition of the scene where the main character is kind of running away trying to escape the cave. And in the background, he's just tearing through people. All right? Like, great idea. But I was watching him. I, w I wasn't really watching her. And, like, you see him grabbing people by the leg and, like, swinging them into a rock. But there was, like, a floatiness and, like, a kind of weird elastic kind of thing happening with the animation. That's what I'm when I'm saying it looked cartoony. I noticed that so much, especially from the know. moment The Rock shows up as Black Adam till probably the first fight with the JSA. Every action scene had that like f weird animation to it, where it was almost like hand drawn animation rather than like mocap and all that stuff. Which obviously, you know, you can't smash somebody against a rock, so it's got to be uh, mm -hmm. hand drawn. But it took me out of the scene. It really looked kind of silly to me. It didn't look as cool as I think they wanted it to look. The lightning, I thought, I agree. The lightning, lightning looked, looked great. fantastic. And if if Amazing. they stuck with that in the beginning and kind of didn't show us the speediness stuff and just kind of stuck with his powerhouse like lightning and punching and whatever and then kind of built up to like let me show you how strong i really am and then all of a sudden he turned on the speed and like you're like holy shit like maybe that would have been better but i i really didn't i didn't think it looked that great i really didn't but sorry i interrupted go ahead keep going no it's fine uh i'll just agree to disagree because yeah. i i like the way hey, they listen, did it um the for, end, me, remember, for me for me we're not trying to change each other's opinion we're all allowed to have our own opinions all right all right so go ahead of course, of course. Some For me, it worked. Wrong, like Reg. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring a power guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it worked yeah, for true, me. You, you keep talking about how Ring of Power's writing was so bad, and it really wasn't that yeah. bad. So, like, you know. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Um, Doctor, can we talk about Pierce Brought? Doctor Fate was best character in the movie. A gold mine for this Absolutely movie. Absolutely best character in the movie. 
he the way Pierce Brosnan portrayed him was perfect. His, his snarkiness, his sarcasm, mm-hmm. as he would you know have with the uh, Black Adam, like he was just perfect for the job. And his suit, as we saw in the trailers before, leading up to the movie, the suit looked awesome and it looked, it looked really good it, on screen on the big screen. It was just phenomenal. Um, the I just way feel like they didn't take his powers far enough. Like you know, you they limit they limited him, him to some holograms Maybe. and one projection that he used to kind of hold Black Adam down a little bit, and then an astral. And one of the most powerful like, characters in the DC universe. I dude, I know. I know. I know they could have went harder with him and gave us more, but what they gave us, I thought was unique because they showed us something different that we, um, didn't get in Gina like a, Doctor a, Strange movie, like in Doctor Strange. Um, see, I felt like it looked exactly okay, so, like Doctor Strange. I I felt like it looked yeah. exactly like that. Like to me, yeah, exactly really, like he he was using the uh, his symbol as like a weapon, like a glass weapon. He, he uh, hitting yeah. people with it. He was projecting himself uh, in, into different areas and like having com- full conversations. He was like force ghosting himself almost. Yeah, but it, having it was astral conversation. We've seen Doctor Strange do that. You know what I mean? We've seen. Not really, I feel like. I don't know. I felt like a, every character essentially was something. The mirror stuff, yeah, sure. But like a lot of things he was doing was just different. Um, and he sacrificed and, himself for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Yeah, him him dying was, was, was definitely a con. That was silly. Uh, yeah. A big time con because the, my only thinking is that they're gonna spearhead a, a new Doctor Fate and let that kept person run right. with it for years. Right. Like Pierce Brosnan probably just wanted it to be a one and done thing. I, I can see um, that. I can see them doing that for sure. Maybe because I mean, the helmet's gonna ch- the helmet's gonna choose a new person, right? You know, and and they made happen. it a point to say that a couple of times. So like, right. clearly, you know, it's gonna be back. You know what I mean? At least right. like, you know it, it they j- have plans for it. It just sucks that it's not Pierce because he did such he a was fantastic, fantastic job. He really with just it. Stole, yeah. stole the movie for me. He was he had um, him and the, and the uncle were the two best characters in the whole movie. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, I would agree. with Hawkman. Hawkman, the actor, my God, he was uh, he was a rough watch. Yeah. Uh, the actor himself, um, he was just a boring. It was a boring portrayal of right. Hawkman. Uh, the costume, I could, it was whatever. Like it, it wasn't great, but I could live with it. Um, I will say though, the battle scenes with Hawkman, I thought was very cool. Um, especially in the end. When uh, he pro- he used a Doctor Fate's helmet and projected himself, I didn't see that coming. That was a very cool, uh, uh, very cool addition to that battle scene. See, that uh, you know you weren't expecting from him as a character. I what? I, I just feel it made like absolutely he, no sense. I f- yeah, like I feel like they made it a point to say that the helmet chooses or lets Thank chooses you. who can touch. Thank him. you. And like no one the helmet let him, him do it. The but, helmet let him do it. But then it disappeared. Drive you into madness. No, but then it just disappeared. So like. You're telling me like the helmet basically went to go like, choose its new person. But then why did it let him touch it? It just there's there's like a logic leap there. You know what I mean? I don't I don't get why like the helmet basically sense. wanted to save the day. The helmet that make wanted sense. to finish the battle and but the let helmet him doesn't take choose who wins and loses. It just shows you your fate. That's the whole. Isn't that the whole point of Doctor Fate? Isn't that the whole point of the helmet? Like, but it let him use. It let him harness some of the power to use know. in the battle. I felt like I, I. I didn't like it. I didn't like that as like the, the payoff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm You're not reaching. reaching. It was a. It was a cool scene to see, bro. 
it, it was a it cool was a scene massive plot hole. I, listen i'll say it was a cool scene for sure because i thought it was cool and i didn't expect it i agree with you however to me it felt like a cool scene for the sake of a cool scene not a scene that really made sense in like the grand scheme of the dc universe and the character and all that stuff you know what i mean like i just didn't feel like i i also agree though it made sense to me. he needs to sacrifice himself if they wanted the us dude, to be... the dude was friends and they he, he got permission from the helmet to they use it for that fight i guess okay. they established it earlier in the movie when adam smasher goes to touch it that anyone that touches it that the helmet does not choose will drive be driven into madness right. So a helmet let him choose. Him. Like the helmet chose him. How is no, this hard to understand? Him. The helmet didn't choose him because the helmet flew off. If he See, became the new doctor, exactly. when he was done, when he completed the battle, the helmet was like, if that he, was the it, helmet, and I'm gone. The helmet doesn't stay just for the battle. Right. It consumes you. That's the whole point of Doctor Fate. Is right. He's consumed by the helmet. See, I That's felt the like I agree with I, backstory. I have to agree with Zuplex there. I felt like if Hawkman basically became the new Doctor Fate. At, like at the end, yeah. if he had the helmet and held I, on to it, like that was him, then I would have been like more than okay with it. I would have hated it. that. See, I, I would have been more than okay with it. But the moment the helmet disappeared, no. I and literally, I think, did. said to John, I was like, so why did it let him touch it if it didn't want him to be Dr. Fate? Like, what was the point of that, you know? And like, because the helmet doesn't Zero. care. The helmet doesn't care if, if Satan wins, if Black Adam wins. The helmet gives no shits. The helmet's just going to do what the uh, helmet Well, does apparently Pierce exist. Brosnan saw the future and was like, I need to die for this stuff to happen. Exactly. And he saw the future and any future And the future saw, included Dr. Fate's helmet allowing him to use it. Would you say he saw 14 he million futures and they only win in one? It's not, it's not hard to understand, though. I don't get it. At, I don't get the at argument. Any point, at any point, he could have just summoned Black Adam or not imprisoned him. Because he knew they were going to need Black Adam to defeat this guy. See, now so if he was able to see the future, like, like there's a massive plot hole around no, for, Dr. Fate. Forget that. Forget, forget, forget that, because I agree with you there. Forget that, right? The moment Black Adam, you know, gave up his powers and they were going to imprison him, I, want, I almost said it out loud <laughs> in the theater. Like, well, of course he's just going to come back with the powers later to save the day. Like, it was such a cliche moment in the movie. That I didn't like. They didn't need do to it. do all that. They didn't need to lock him in. No. I understand. You know, it was it wasn't exciting that we saw the girl from Peacemaker show up. Like, who cares? Who cared about that? We all knew that he was going to release himself. And then the Rock had a you know weak Rock had to fight his way out of the the raft or whatever. Like, oh, in slow mo by the way. So it's not just Black like, Adam's. The moment he got out of that thing, you're telling me he couldn't rip that, that thing out and just say Shazam? Like, come on, dude. It, that that part I don't like. He didn't have powers. They didn't use slow motion. They did. No, they did. Just, when, they he, did. when he, the when he fights the guards off, motion. they did They did use slow motion there, yeah. I just think they were moving slow because he had no powers. Well, maybe. maybe you know. Well, we, maybe we were so used to super speed motion. that we thought it was slow motion, you know, and it wasn't. Maybe. Maybe. Every single fight in this movie was in slow motion. Not just You're going to hate a Flash the... movie, bro. You are absolutely going <laughs> to no, hate no, no, a Flash no, 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 movie. The DC no, doing a Flash no, movie. You are, or, I don't yeah. want to hear any explanation. You're going to hate Listen, a Flash movie. If if they were using it just to if Ezra Miller's doing Black that silly hours, <laughs> silly why was Cyclone in, in slow-mo? Why was Adam Smasher in slow-mo? Why was Hawkman in slow-mo? Why was Dr. Fate in slow-mo? Why were the army men in slow-mo when they were fighting each other and Adam and Black Adam was nowhere to be found? So don't give me this BS that it was just a showcase Black Adam's amazing speed because that wasn't what it was. It was The Rock being like, you know what would be really cool, brother? 
<laughs> everything is slow mo. Like the rest of movie. Macho, Macho Man was in it. He might as well have, because I will guarantee you something. There was a good That's movie a here at one point. No, no, no. There was at a good one point movie here at one point. And The Rock got his hands on it and said, "No, no, no, no. I'm the star. We're gonna make this about Black Adam. We're gonna make this about what I want." If you don't want, if you don't that, then you don't get the rock. And he got everything he wanted, and this is what we got: a rock movie, because that's all this was, dude. Well, let me like, ask this: friend. it was a fun movie. I, I, listen, I'll say it was a fun movie. Like it was kind of like a, a throwback to like old school superhero movies, where it's more about just the kind of the to me the silliness of the superhero movies. But here's one thing that bugged me: seeing it in theaters. Excuse me, and the more I think about it, it just kind of annoys me more and more. There was an inconsistency. To the Rock's powers, so we see him come out and like when he. And a perfect example is every time he went toe to toe with Hawkman. Like there are moments where he's just easily just dodging everything, he's catching everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so strong and so fast. Hawkman's got no shot, and then out of nowhere, Hawkman hits him with an uppercut that sends him across the room, or across the city. Because of a like, Doctor Fate uh, misdirection or a distraction or whatever. Uh, no, there was there was one time where literally they're going toe to toe, and and they show the Rock without slow mo. Like, just dodge, dodge, dodge. And all of a sudden, he gets uppercutted and goes flying through a building. And I'm like, but I don't understand. Is he faster than a speeding bullet? Hawkman's not that fast. I mean, I'll give Hawkman the strength, but he's not supposed to be a super speed. Well, I'll give him the strength. Not not everyone can be a speedster. You know what I mean? Like, and they made. Now we have Superman, the Flash, and Black Adam that are all equally as fast. And, And correct me if I'm wrong, Zuplex, you'll know this one. Is Black Adam in the comics as powerful and fast and whatever as Superman? Or is it just because he's, he's his power speed, comes from magic he, that he can kind of cancel no, out no, some of Superman his, stuff? His power comes from the gods. So him and Shazam have the speed of Hermes. That's and, where his speed comes from. And that's as fast as Superman and the Flash? Yeah. I No, but... You know, I mean, it's fast though. It's okay. and he's still a super, uh, you know, speedster. He's not. I mean, like, listen, you're talking about, you know, what's the difference between Mach 27 and well, Mach 26? No, but so you know here's the mean? other thing right. too, and like, this is the problem I have with the Flash in general. Like, when you introduce a character that's that powerful and that is faster than a, a bullet, even if you're a few feet away, they just see things that quickly that they can just slowly step out of the way. You know, how does anyone land a punch? How's it? How's it even possible? You know what I mean? And again, exactly. Hawkman is not supposed to be some superhuman speedster. He's not supposed to be near the level of speed that Black Adam has. I think I think there was uh, a lot a, of distractions or something going Egyptian on. Gods. It could be. I guess it could be. Either, he either gets his powers from the Egyptian gods or he's a Thanagarian police officer, depending on which version of the Hawkman we're getting. Well, right? we don't know. Because those are didn't, didn't stories, Which brings me... They didn't talk to anybody about it, but they made sure... See, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is how I know that something got changed along the ways. Chris, you, you talked about it earlier where you were like, just a lot of stuff didn't make sense. Like, it seemed like it was one thing. It seemed like it was another thing. Yeah. Everything seemed disconnected. Yeah. Because I guarantee that over the original story for this, there was a subplot where Hawkman wasn't part of the JSA, but got released with Black Adam at the same time. Because the king, Khufu, right, mm-hmm. who was the original guy that Black Adam was fighting. Right. In, in Hawkman's Egyptian backstory, King Khufu kills his ancestor and then traps the power into a knife. And when Hawkman touches the knife, it turns him into Hawkman. So there was an entire subplot in this movie. I guarantee you that The Rock was like, no, 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 no. I'm the star. We're not doing this Hawkman shit. 
make him make him like Professor X with a pool that opens up and a jet flies out. Um, so, and not only that, but it looks like they ripped. They were like, "Oh, this works in this movie. Let's have an X Men style mansion with a pool that opens up and a jet that flies out. Let's have Doctor Fate's powers look just like Doctor Strange because Marvel did that well." Uh, what else do people love from other? Uh, let's have a kid because we need to have a kid. They love Ant Man. Funny with the rock. becoming giant yeah. man. So let's just do that. Yeah. We. Oh yeah. We'll have Adam Smasher become become giant man because they love that giant man stuff. You know, it just reeked of what is Marvel doing? Let's do a bunch of that and see if it works. And it didn't. And oh, then. Oh wait, you forgot. Also, let's put a terrible CGI villain right at the end with no backstory or no real reason or, to be a bad guy. The guy looked worse than Steppenwolf. Do you guys know who like, do you can you visually remember the main terrorist from True Lies? Do you remember what he looks like? I no. I, I gotta get I gotta send you guys a picture because it was literally that guy. They just hired an actor. Who <laughs> looked look like, like Sabak, right? Not yeah. yeah. Like, so the wor- one of the worst villains so now, I've ever seen. Like it was just so bad. Oh, it was just so bad. God awful. It looks so terrible, dude. It was so obvious now, that, that his like little twist, and then he just looked horrendous. When he became like, like there the were certain things in this that didn't make any sense, right? Like they're sitting there on the plane, they're talking about like, well, no, I'm sorry, they're sitting there on the ground, they're talking to uh, the chick, Cyclone, and she's she's no, 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 um, the oh, boy's the mother. Adriana. Oh wait, you're talking about the woman and who changes her mind about Black Adam back and forth like seven times in a seconds. span of two seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her. Um. <laughs> But and she's running them down for never helping them with the invasion that they that they've been under like an invasion. Now all of a sudden a superhero comes through and that, they're, they're that was involved. a big eye roll. She was like, "Black Adam's right? our hero. Stop going after Black oh, Adam." And they're like, "Listen, yeah. woman, he's not a hero." Yeah. And she's like, "What?" And then she was a Black Adam and is like, yeah. "How dare you not tell me the full story? You're not a hero." I was here's, like, "I was like, here's what? the part that here's the part that drove me nuts." Is they're like, "Listen, we're going to negotiate a peaceful." Um, surrender. That's what we want to do. We don't want any more bloodshed. We want to negotiate a peaceful surrender. They go to the temple with her to talk to Black Adam, and the first thing they say is, "You're either going to be in prison or you're on your. Yeah. You either get on your knees or you die." Yeah, like that's the nego- the peaceful negotiation that they were coming up with. I thought, I thought the, the same magical thing. JSA. They're like, get on your knees or die. Hawkman, Hawkman, suck, man. Hawkman, yeah, no, suck. I'll, I'll cite this on but the same page. Hawkman definitely was like, not great. Whoa, whoa, that's not what we talked about, bud. Yeah, well, he like, saw 14 million futures, it. and they only win one future, so he just let that happen. He just <laughs> he just let it all plan out. I wonder where he got that from. It's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder where they got that thing yeah. from, right? Yeah. It's, it's just Airs are worked. <laughs> I mean, just I, want, I really wanted to enjoy a lot of it. There were some jokes that really made me laugh. I, I in particular, no, there were some, there were some in particular, uh, after they told Black Adam not to kill anybody, and then like he was chasing, they you know they had the kid in the trunk, and he's chasing all the bikes. I love when mm-hmm. Doctor Fate's like, "Where's the kid?" And he's like, "Nah, I looked in all the bikes, and there weren't, you know, he was not there." And Doctor Fate goes, "Well, you know, let's talk to the guy that you just captured. I'm sure he can tell us." And the Rock is just like, uh... "And Doctor Fate goes, you killed him, didn't you?'" And then he just looks back and he hits the ground and yeah. goes, "I don't think he made it." Like that made me laugh, you know. The the no, uncle, there were some parts that made me laugh. Here's another like, thing that annoyed some parts me. That were... Another thing that annoyed me. They go to the kid's house, right? The kid and the wife's little little tiny little apartment. They live in they live in slums, and Hawkman shows up, and for whatever reason, he just needed to fight. After getting his ass beat twice already, he was like, "I'm still gonna uh, I'm gonna get you, my mace." And then they have this brawl in their house and just destroy the whole thing. And I said out loud, like, "Doesn't somebody live there?" And not one person says anything. And then later on, they never bring it up in the movie. 
there's never a talk of like, all right, you know, you can protect Kondak, Kondak or whatever it is, Kandak or whatever it's called, but maybe don't destroy the place that you're in so in love with either, you know? Maybe keep it safe, keep the buildings intact. As he's flying around, he's just punching holes through every building possible. Black Adam didn't care. It wasn't the same place that he grew up in. Why can't I think of Is it Kondak? just didn't make sense, man. Kondak, yeah. Kondak. Like, at the beginning, when you first see Black Adam, right? I I, I understand that Kondak is under military rule, right? Mm-hmm. They, they've been invaded. They're under military rule. There was obviously, like, a, you know, the Ishmael guy was a spy trying to, like, get this. And he had right. a little, little sting operation set up for him. So at that point, you don't know that they're going to unlock Black Adam. They don't even know Black Adam's there to be unlocked, right? right? And they sent 40 tanks and missile launchers <laughs> for a 90-pound woman. Well, I think uh, I think the compound was not – like, it's not far away. Like, it's not like it took a long time. It would take a long time for him to get there. That, that was my interpretation. Like, so Maybe. it was like backup was called in and then – they it arrived. seemed like as soon as he got outside, they were waiting. Like we got her. <laughs> I am Who's glad. That guy? <laughs> I am glad at some point, Doctor Fate finally pointed out that Black Adam never used a door, because that was bothering mm-hmm. me too. He was, there, you know, he's yeah. walking into buildings, just bursting through every single wall possible. And I'm like, dude, the door's right there. You have to understand there's a door. Come on, you know. I did yeah. like there was a. And he uh, did the joke like, yeah, we had doors. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Like that, that would be I did like too. the cool little detail. I, I like that. Um, the the guy that the guy that played Black Adam's son, his older version of his son, was the dude from Young Rock. Oh, I didn't realize that. That plays the young, oh, really? That plays the young version. Yeah, he plays That's the cool. young. Not when he's the little kid. Not, um, the son in Black Adam. Not when he's a little kid, but when he's like the adult version of the son. Right. right. When he, he gives him the powers power. Like that. Yeah. 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 That's that's the actor from Young Rock that plays like that's, the Rock that's, that's in the wrestling business. I mean, that's that's cool. I thought that was I thought that was a cool little detail. I really want to like it more I than like I do, too, man. You know? I really did. But, I really did. I just think that I don't know what you guys expected, honestly, but I had fun. I, don't, I feel like I feel like there there's really there was a three hour movie. Not every movie needs to be three hours, but I feel like there was a two and a half to three hour cut of this movie that they cut down to the two hours that it was. And I feel like we're missing a lot. There's a lot of scenes that would have like kind of slowed things down a little bit, get movie. us to, to know characters. Like, my biggest problem with the whole Dr. Fate sacrificing himself thing is that it was meant to be, like, an emotional moment that he's basically sacrificing himself for his friend. But, you know, yeah, they said that they were friends and that they've known each other for a while. But we didn't get a lot of them just kind of bullshitting and interacting. The reason why we love it or we really feel it when Iron Man, Captain America, and Winter Soldier are beating the hell out of each other it's because we have all this time where we see that they're getting that Iron Man and Captain America, while they butt heads, are really you friends no and are there for each other, me. you know. So the like, Doctor Fate death was dumb. It was yeah, but like no you know, so I just felt like a lot of the movie felt like that. Like there were we could have used a little bit more of every character, so that we could yeah. kind of connect with them well, a little bit more, you know. The Doctor Fate death just felt so shoehorned into there, right? Because it felt like we have to kill him, because Pierce Brosnan is not going to sign on for ten more movies. So let's yeah. find a way to kill him, yeah. right? And it just because like the whole reason that he sacrifices himself, he didn't have to do, right? right. And like, I, there's I hated, absolutely no reason. But for I also him to hated do it. the villain. I just I did not like the villain was stupid. The CG I mean, like, part didn't bother me. He wasn't great, but he didn't bother Bach, me. It wasn't like so he, he looked so bad old, though. Old 
old deep pull from DC Comics. It's not that it's not the like, choice of villain. I didn't mind that. No, no, I, no, he no, just I looked that. horrible. I really thought that once he came out, suddenly the rock clearly looked CGI. It just looked bad. I didn't. I just didn't like it. That was a choice they made. Honestly, I think they should have. I did. Stuck I did to, like that. Hawkman was like beat his ass. Like yeah. finally, like yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Go ahead. And that was a good payoff. <laughs> I, I'll say that because the whole yeah. time he's like, stop, stop doing it, stop killing people. Mm-hmm. You know. So that was you know, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, and then you know, him ripping him in half. Like I think it was meant to be this big like lethargic moment, and it was kind of like, uh, yeah, we kind of knew it was coming. So. You know, the violence, again, I said this to you guys it, in the chat. It would have looked better. They should have gone a little two. further with the violence. And I'm not talking, like, full-blown, like, gory stuff. But in Zack Snyder's Justice League, Wonder Woman kicks the shit out of a henchman into a wall. There's a blood splatter. And just that, like, visceral, like, thump on the wall and then the blood makes it that much more impactful. And I feel like they could have done that in he this movie. He murdered so many it. people now. But you didn't really else. see him murder anybody. The people you saw him murder, he threw in the air. And, you know, we knew they fell and died. He melted somebody with one lightning. Guy. One guy. And you saw the the head and he just snapped right. the head off. One guy. That was how. That's how you started. Dude, I'm thinking was, to myself, like, oh, murdering. he's going to tear these people up. And then everything else, just a quick zap and they're gone. You know what I mean? And I, I wanted more. I wanted a little bit more violence. I wanted it. I wanted it. I, I mean, again, more violence is fun. I'm not. That's fine. Add more violence. Again, though, I sound but, like I'm just hating on it. Understand. I, I, I did like the movie. I mean, I enjoyed it. There's just, it's like it ne- nothing wasn't, it never felt like it went far enough. It was always like kind of right to the line and then just, you know, they backed off because they didn't want to like alienate somebody or, you know, make it too, too one way or, I don't know, either make The Rock, even make Black Adam powerful as shit and have it be an easy battle the entire time or bring him down to everyone else's level and make us care. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they didn't do that, you yeah. know? Sorry, uh, Zuplex, I, I cut you off. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that, like, they brought in, I was going to say the army, they had the stuff to beat Black Adam because they had the attorney That was stuff. another thing. Oh, thank you for bringing that and up. They that was never another thing used that it. me. And they never used it. They introduced this, like, kryptonite, basically, that can weaken them, and <laughs> they never use it against them. There's no, there's no, uh, what was it called? Not uranium. What was it called? Eternium. Eternium. There's no Eternium bullets. They made they made motorcycles can that, that were on it. Can that stop Shazam? I guess so, right? Because they're, I would they're think the same, can. right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm assuming it was from the Rock of Eternia. But based off the logic of the movie, it's the same magic, right, that Shazam has versus Black Adam? So yeah, like, it's the same wizard gave him the, I, the power. I feel like it, it should be able to, to... I mean, this movie didn't have much logic, so it's hard to... <laughs> No, but that's a good Just point, though. I, like you know, in the beginning, he's weakened by the explosion of the of the Eternium. So in my mind, I'm like, I would, literally, when that happened, I thought to myself, okay, later on, the bad guy is gonna, you know, put a yeah. necklace of Eternium around him or some shit, and it's gonna be like Superman one, oh, Christopher Reeves. Made of Eternium, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, and then they had the whole shield made of Eternium, Ishmael right. or whatever. He's like, you can't get through this. It's made of Eternium. Ha ha ha! Like you knew that the whole time, dude. Right. So I, did, why? I will say, when he goes to kill the kid, uh, the bad guy goes to kill the kid. And turns off the force field before he shoots the gun. I thought to myself, "Why the hell would you do that? Like, you don't want him to stop you." So it was they got me there. I didn't, you know, him actually wanting the rock. They got me with that one too. I was like, "All right, that kind of makes sense." That's a good explanation. Yeah, I thought thought the same thing. I was like, "What?" That one. No, that 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 one made sense. The other thing too is like they brought us to the Rock of Eternia. The the Rock of a you know, which was a huge huge thing in DC Comics, like. And it they changed the name of it 
to the Rock of Infinity or something like that. I wonder and where they, they got that like, from. Get out of here. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder where they got that from. <laughs> this is literally like, like I don't know. What, you know how you know how <laughs> you know how every time a big movie comes out, there's a porn version. That's basically what Black Adam was for Marvel. Yeah, that's what, that's what Black Adam was. It was the spoof. It was the parody it, it of was the, every it other was Marvel the porn movie. Porn parody of the Marvel movies. The porn parody of every other Marvel. We're movie. not going to give him Ant Man. We're going to give him Adam Smasher. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, like you're you're putting together the Justice Society, right? Hawkman makes sense. Doctor Fate makes sense. Adam Smasher, you're kind of towing the line. Cyclone, like, why was she Hawk even Wolf. there? Yeah, it was absolutely. It was a no. weird choice. Like, like, was it just know. one more person? To put There's so many JSA like, characters they could have yeah. picked from, and that was I don't know why that was. And like her choice. powers didn't like really accentuate anything with the rest of the team. You know what I mean? Like it didn't like flow. Adam no. Smasher could get big and help grab him or whatever. Especially in this particular mission, right? I know we saw her once sort of trap him, I guess, with lumbar. Yeah. But like. Her her point of being there was non-existent besides flirting with Adam Smasher, who right. Adam, I will say Adam and, Smasher, as, as, besides the lightning, he looked great when he was getting big and all yeah. that no, stuff. He he, he and I, he, he to me good. was the most most consistent character. I love the jokes where like he's just giant and he's clumsy. He was a funny. He was a funny character. Yeah. Like when he put his hands up and then he hit knocks Hawkman out of the sky. Like that that yeah. cracked me up, you know. But I again one of the things that I hated and this is what tells me that there's more to the movie that they cut was Hawkman kept saying, you and me, like you and me, like they're going to have some big talk and just never happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they should have had that happen. And then Adam Smasher comes back at the end and maybe like, you know, steps up and does something right. Like beams himself. Yeah. You know, so I feel like there's stuff missing that they didn't put in the movie for sure. Those two never stepped up for anything. Right. Like they never got the chance to. I I don't even remember. Were they involved Um, in the final like fight? I don't remember. Yeah. Into the temple. They didn't really do anything like. Because at that point, Hawkman grabbed Dr. Fate's helmet, and Dr. Fate's helmet let him use powers for some reason that we still can't figure out. And then Black Adam showed up. Like, So they really didn't do anything in there either. I feel like it's just us two jumping, (laughs) just attacking Fred right now. It's not not hard to understand. I don't get it. Like. I, I mean, it is hard to understand when you when you put the bases. Clearly, you're having a very difficult time. Like, well, early on in the movie, they 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 defined like, listen, you can't make your own rules and then break your rules. Right. I think that was my thing. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I felt like they they talked about certain things and then they just changed it when when it was needed. You know. I mean, listen. I will say this is a good foundation for something in the future. I I definitely want to yeah. see Superman and Black Adam go at it. It's clear that they're gonna fight once. It'll be a draw, and then they'll need to team up to actually fight whoever the real villain is. But like, who's that villain? Who who's gonna make it I, make me care about Black Adam and Superman teaming up? I think up, I think know? we're gonna get Shazam first, Black Adam, and then then it'll I see. Go like Superman that's the thing. That. I think this would have been stronger if Shazam was the one to show up at the end. Right. Or way to be more sense honest, than Superman. I would have also. Can we talk about how all of a sudden Amanda Waller? Yeah, I, I wanted to bring this up. Superman. I wanted to like, bring that up. Well, mm-hmm. so like it I made no that, sense. I took that, that as it's no been sense. years, and Superman works with the government. Like he's not an anti-government kind of hero. So like, 
you know, maybe he's yes. just not, I don't know, fully aware that she's Amanda Waller. She doesn't work for the government. She works for some black site. She was in charge of the Suicide Squad. Now, for some reason, she's in charge of the Justice League. No, she's in charge of Task Force X, America. which is the Suicide Squad, yeah. which apparently JSA is Task Force <laughs> X. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Exactly. You know. Exactly. I said this it out loud, too, when, uh, like, when they said yeah, Task Amanda Force Waller X. Amanda Waller was, like, was not good in this movie. It didn't make sense. Although I mean, she was uh, good. It's Alfred Woodard. Johnny actress, Butters but says like, that what he wants to see is a peacemaker no versus point. Black Adam. Yeah, peacemaker. I, 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 we saw it at WrestleMania. Wasn't my that my problem is, yeah. Like, so Shazam, um, obviously Shazam and Black Adam have to meet. <laughs> Superman has to meet. But like, you know, if if the three of them are on such, such a similar power level, how do you come up with a villain that can you know what I want to say? You know, it's got to be Doomsday, I guess. Not Doomsday. Um, Darkseid, <laughs> Darkseid, but like. <sighs> Brainiac could be. You know I what I want to see? Yeah. Just to see Zuplex's head explode. Phase one. Superman, Black Adam, and the Flash all fighting each other in slow motion. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want them to do any the slow motion. Movie I just... The entire movie would be in slow motion. <laughs> no. Someone, they should, see, if DC is smart, uh, they should do a, a, a short on HBO Max, one episode, the three of them fighting, and it's literally just a, a, the cameras in one spot, a static shot. And you just see blurs. <laughs> and they're like, all right, mm-hmm. fight's over. Good one. And they kind of wipe the sweat off their heads and walk away. And that's it. You know? And then we're so just like. like my thing is, I'm not, I'm not against using slow motion for speedsters, right? This was every single scene. Every single fight scene was in slow motion. Even when Hawkman, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher are fighting the army, it was in slow motion. Right. So I mean, once you start overusing much, it like yeah. that, it's it's there's no point to it anymore. It was too much. It was it was definitely too much. Yeah. You know, you can overdo the slow motion for sure, and and they definitely mm. did that. It felt like a Zack Snyder movie with the slow well, motion, honestly, because he uses that. Concept. What was your? Sorry, what was your rating? Zuplay? I don't know if you said it. I'm sticking with Chris 5.0. Because there was I'm some good. like funny parts. There was some decent like. You know, there are definitely moments it, to like for the sure. Story is not terrible. There's definitely moments to like in it, right. but it's just overall I like the twist like, that it was uh, his son was the original that. Black Adam. Love that. that was perfect. Oh, that was a good part of the story and yeah. everything like that. But again, like the whole movie feels disjointed. It feels like there was a whole piece of this movie that was missing. The CGI was all right to terrible at some points. Uh, everything was in slow motion, which made no sense. And there's plot holes throughout it, so it's just right. The more you, it's hard for me. The more you can pick it apart. Yeah, you could definitely pick this movie apart for days. It's crazy. But anyway, we didn't talk about. I know we're coming to the end of stuff. Yeah, yeah. we did not talk about Ant Man. Oh shit! I could please skip Ant Man three. The Ant Man three trailer. Well, we have a bunch of reactions on YouTube, um, but let's just kind of quickly end it on Ant Man because uh, I'm tired of talking about Black Adam. Um, speaking of Adam Smasher, let's talk about Ant-Man. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I mean, what, so I don't know. What'd you guys feel about the trailer? Uh, go ahead, Scythe. I'm going to send you, um, go ahead, go to somebody else. I'm going to send you two pictures. Zuplex, go to, uh, for a right, so, um, I am, I really love the trailer. I think it, it definitely told us some things without, with also keeping us in the dark about, about a lot. But we all know that this movie is going to be the linchpin of what Marvel does going forward. 
I'm so, yes, and I'm so amped by it. I feel like it's going to wind up being a much smaller movie than we're anticipating. So I'm holding back judgment on this because I I do. I do. Um, I also feel like this could get very complicated as far as timelines and everything like that. It, it I feel like this is going to be a movie that sets up the Kang dynasty or whatever, but I don't think that this movie itself is going to be like crazy. I don't think it's going to be massive. I think it's going to be small, a small really, story that they can't tell. Be crazy. I mean, it can't be massive because it's literally just a setup for the next phase of the MCU. But that's my point is, but I think, I think because the title has mean it mania in it, Fred's going to lose his mind. If this isn't the most massive movie on the planet. No, I'm not. I don't but... think so. Go ahead, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> the, I will I, say, Fred, I, I got your pictures, and I'm, I'm I'm on the same page as you. We're we're here yeah? right now. Okay, we're here right all now right, with this. All right. Yeah, perfect. Um, Let's see if I can pull this up. So, yes, th- this movie might not be the, you know a grand scale type of movie to end a phase, if you want to call it that. Um, but it is the one movie that's supposed to propel us into what the saga yes. is really about. So in that aspect, it has to come strong and it has to be somewhat big in that form. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of different variants because it looks like Ant-Man is chasing a bigger Ant-Man that kind of like falls apart. Like we're getting different variants. I agree. I want to know how all these uh creatures and people and, and variants of kang and whatever like how did they all get in the quantum realm to begin with like that that blows well, my mind we'll find well, out it's another universe yeah like, from what i understand so this is i'm i'm kind of like under three different worlds that this could be it's either the microverse right um it's either mojo world or it's battle world like that yeah. sh- that scene of the of what I thought originally was the TVA. If you watch our reaction, I thought it was the TVA. Thinking about it more, that could wind up being Battle World. So maybe, maybe when it's he's crazy, he's, when he's powering yeah. up the little, the, it looks like he's powering up what seemed to be. I mentioned it in the reaction, it it had the same hexagonal plates on it that their time machines did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's trying to bring Battle World to the actual world with an incursion maybe um it's crazy that he had a whole army uh i thought that was nuts because the army looked pretty awesome um the whole thing looks great i, I will can't, can't pull pull up, Fred, but we got to talk about that okay you can't oh you can't do it all right so yeah, when they do when they right. showed the thing that you thought was the tva uh and it had all the rings so going excited, around yeah. it Dude, I immediately thought of the Ten Rings yeah. because it had the same in- insignia on those rings, and I pull, I get, I sent Chris pictures, and obviously yeah, I guess they're not working. Let me, let me see if I can find them on just online because they just won't. If, they if won't you look, look right. at the Ten Rings from Shang Chi, it had the same color, the same like writing or, or hieroglyphics or whatever along the thing, as did the rings. Of, of the buildings that were like shifting around the building and stuff like that in the quantum mania trailer. A, so it, it, I'm wondering how does the 10 rings, if that's, if my theory is correct, how does the 10 rings play into it looks like similar uh, the quantum technology realm? for sure. Yeah, similar technology for, sure. for sure. I think for this, and we know the 10 rings were calling sense. out to some sort of power source, right? So yeah, absolutely. And I think 
um, just moving forward, because like me and Steve, we, we started talking about this in our reaction on YouTube last night, but we started talking about like, well, what, what, where in the timeline is it when we not even be in the timeline because it's on the sub timeline, you know, they need to establish rules to this very quickly in this movie. Otherwise going forward, get messy. everything's, everything's going to be a mess. And if they yeah. don't do that, it's, it's a, it's a very, like, and it, and it may not be exciting and it may not be whatever, but for an overall story, like they have to establish the rules for this time right. travel stuff right. and this multiversal dimensional shit. Otherwise, us as the audience is going to be lost every time a movie comes out after this. So they have to make sure they do it in this movie. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult. And I don't even care if they go the looper route where they're just like, ah, let's not even talk about it. If we, if we sit here talking about time travel, we're going to be here for the next four hours putting straws on the table trying to trying to map out lines well, and shit. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know we've been everyone's been complaining about the disjointedness of the MCU. I'm pretty sure that starting with Ant-Man, my, my gut is telling me that we're going to get a more coherent kind of through line from there. Um, and Feige even said that Ant-Man is basically the catalyst that leads directly into um, yes. the Kang Dynasty. So if we're building to that and we know we're building to it, you know, every movie is going to be building to it <clears throat> and building to Secret Wars, um, I think we're going to start to see a lot more connectivity, a lot more answers and a lot more kind of like just clear direction of what's coming, you know? And I do think if you look at the 10 rings on Shang-Chi, rewatch the trailer for Ant-Man and just pause it at the scene where they're looking at that kind of like a temple in the middle of the, of the quantum realm, essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very, very similar. It's a good call, Fred. And I also think to your point, Zuplex, that they're basically taking a few different worlds from the comics in the Marvel world, and just kind it of look like a Star Wars planet. Down I feel there. like the quantum realm is no. kind of like a combination of everything. So we're also yeah. assuming that they're in one area, and it could be multiple different dimensions. Yeah, they could be traveling. So yeah, shout out to Bill Murray, by the way. Yeah, but... yeah. I mean, if he's playing Krylar, like, <laughs> which is the rumor, like they haven't really, he I don't really... think they've officially announced it. But the, the only way is the... the only way his casting makes sense to me is if he's just playing Bill Murray in the quantum realm. And I want <laughs> to see funny. someone go, how did you get here? And him kind of like in well, space they established, jam. Like, I want to see like in exists. space jam. I want him to be like, well, my agent just dropped me off. Like, I went down that golf hole. Yeah. You know, like not like it's gotta be like <laughs> oh, just nonchalant. Like, what do you mean? This is, I come here for vacations. What are you, what are you talking about? Like that's, that's the only way. This was a completely different trailer. Than what we than what they showed at Comic Con, um, and yeah, like I a hear. few people that have seen both have said that. Um, yeah, we didn't see so Modok, Wonder which War- we know is in the movie. We, we didn't, didn't see, see Modok, which you heard the rumor for the Modok. The rumor, for, uh, yeah, that it's uh, um, what's his name from the first Ant Man movie? It's Darren Cross. Yeah, that they're bringing him back, and he became oh, really? he becomes Modok because he got trapped in the he got oh. trapped in the in the in the. Wherever the hell they right. are, like we thought he died, but <laughs> yeah. he actually just kept shrinking. He went subatomic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Good theory. Now, like Chris, we, you didn't you didn't put a reaction up. So what's what's your? Well, real quick, because uh, we're we're running really long, and I want to uh, kind of end it here. Um, I thought the trailer was a little underwhelming, only because I kind of had it in my head that we were going to see a lot more of Kang in it, and not not the Jonathan Majors version we saw, but like the blue faced like evil Kang. Um, but that's yeah, more. We saw it. We saw a glimpse of it, but in my own head, I thought yeah. we were going to see a lot of it. That's just a lot more of my times, own thing. 
and we're going to get another trailer that's going to be a little longer at some point that's going to show a lot more. Yeah. So, you know, I just got to have cool. patience. Otherwise, I'm excited to get to a time where the next phase of the MCU is focused and moving towards a certain direction. Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Secret War storyline. So, you know, for me, I just want more and more to push towards that. So anything they do that just kind of connects to other stuff and pays off Loki, pays off Ant-Man, excuse me, pays off Guardians, all these things, like, I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? So, you know... I, I just for, for that I'm excited you know what I mean but uh I really thought saw the trailer and was kind of like all right you know it's it's coming I didn't get as uh, uh amped I think as you guys did um but I'm also kind of dead set right now in the, my mind on Wakanda forever and it's like mm-hmm. it, it would take really like an epic epic moment or trailer to kind of knock that off the pedestal at the moment so you know very true but like I said I, I think it's gonna be a much smaller movie than anybody's anticipating I, I agree, but uh, we're gonna call it now because it's a uh, pun intended. Well, did you see? Just speaking of smaller movie, did you see that they re-released the trailer, but the Ant Man version? Yeah, the timing. It's, it's literally the same trailer. It's just this big, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. But anyway, is there right, any slow mo in it? <laughs> Probably, but you can't see it because I'm not an ant. Uh-huh. So, um, all right, guys, thank you for taking uh, an hour and forty five of me. Yep. And uh, if you haven't yet, check out the reaction videos on YouTube. We also have a bunch of uh, TikToks going up with all our reactions to Black Adam and uh, and New York City Comic Con uh, uh, videos and interviews and all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday on the next Theater Room. And uh, hopefully we'll have a full boat again. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later, man. Peace out. <laughs>